Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. Hey, this is uh, Roland with Ungayo coming to you every Wednesday on iTunes and CannabisRadio.com and Stitcher and iHeartRadio and wherever you can find some sort of device and some headphones or a good set of speakers. Yeah, I guess that's the way people do it. Today is Halloween. Happy Halloween, uh, everyone. I hope you wore a costume to your liking. Uh, you could always pull the Wednesday Adams and go as a homicidal maniac because they look just like everybody else. My friend Ruben used to go as a hallucination, so he would just stand around very quietly by people. <laughs> they were like, what are you? So I'm a hallucination. I always thought that was a very funny thing, and some people didn't think it was as funny as I thought it was. So there's that. When you think about costumes, uh, I, I was I was thinking about this now. People, uh, fashion... As you know, I, I try to be a, a somewhat snappy, snappy is a good word, a somewhat snappy dresser, not quite dapper. I'm no dandy, sir. I'm no Paul F. Tompkins, perhaps. But, uh, you know, I do all right with the sprezzatura and the sexy professor look. That's the look I try to serve. Sexy professor or a Batman supervillain. Not quite Cam Newton, Batman supervillain. Woo, did you see that pink suit? Crazy talk. But... Uh, no, really, it was a pink suit. It was great. It was really nice. The hat, everything. But he definitely looked like he was going to take over Gotham City any minute uh, in, in league with Mark Hamill, <laughs> who's the voice of the Joker on the animated series, if you're wondering how my brain works. I, I think, and, and, and hear me out, I think it would be cool if we wore costumes not just on Halloween. Right. But just like every day. So you go to the bank and maybe you get money from a Viking or whatever. Perhaps you would get financial advice from a zombie. I think that would be kind of cool. Who's doing your taxes? Batman. Batman does my taxes. He's great. Keen analytical mind. (laughs) A lot of deductions. (laughs) Yeah, I'm high. So what? I just smoked a bowl. What you didn't? You don't. You don't get high before you go to work. These are classic questions, everyone. I would love Batman to be my accountant. You guys, I may have just written a new joke. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Luke Cage will serve you a drink. I just watched that Luke Cage series, by the way. Did anybody? You guys, you probably all ahead of me on that. I thought it was. Pretty good. I did appreciate all the black people on screen uh, so much, but I don't think they really captured Luke Cage. And it was, uh, I think they went out of their way to create uh, just it, not stereotypical is a bad word, but your run of the mill hero origin story. It didn't, I don't know. I, I think I like Jessica Jones a little better. And then Daredevil, the first season of Daredevil. I would go, if I was ordering the Netflix Marvel comic universe, as opposed to the Marvel cinematic universe, 
I would uh, I would go first season of Daredevil one, Jessica Jones two, Luke Cage three, and then second season of Daredevil. I'm looking forward to Iron Fist. We'll see how it goes. Uh, as you can see by my oh my god, you guys, how did you let me? We didn't talk about dessert. We're supposed to be on dessert first. Man, what's wrong with you? I have been craving pie all week. I haven't had any, which is a damn shame. Uh, man should always eat pie once or twice a week more if he can stomach it. Uh, or get it. Get it's probably a better word. More if he can get it. Nice pie if you can get it. But I've been craving pie. So I did have some uh, M&Ms, peanut M&Ms. Does that count? I didn't really eat many desserts today. I'm kind of on a budget, so I haven't really left the house a lot. I just sit home and eat eggs and cheese with spinach. It's very healthy. Did some cooking, braised some meats. It's uh, The weather is changing, right? So it's cold. So it's definitely the time for stews and chilies and braised meats. I'm going to smother a chicken. Uh, not literally. I'm going to smother it in a sauce. I'm not going to do any extreme breath play with the chicken. Because chickens can't consent. And yet I eat them anyway. So embrace your dichotomies, at least when it comes to delicious fowls. Braised meats, everybody. Slow and low is the way to cook this season. Uh, enjoy your... See, here's this is what's going on. I want to talk about this upcoming election, but I'm pretty sure by the time this podcast comes out, the election will be over. And so I don't really know how to discuss, we can discuss the things leading up to it, but then it's no longer topical. But if we discuss what's after it, I can't really see the future. I could maybe shoot two endings. You know what I'm saying? I could be like, hey, congratulations, Madam President Hillary Clinton. Uh, I look forward to you not fucking it up and maybe taking some baby steps forward. I know that you can be um, pressured politically as, as a good politician should be able to do. I don't know what your management style is. I know that I appreciate Obama's long game and how he makes people think that they're all doing it themselves when when they are. But he, he's like a leader. We think about uh, gay marriage, how he did that, or marijuana, how he's come around on that, right? You know, when he first got elected, gay marriage, oh, I don't know, I'm still evolving, blah, blah, blah. And then everybody gets mad and they're like, well, we're going to fucking do it. This is America, right? And so they people start getting married, they petition the courts. And then when it gets up to the Supreme Court, Right. And it's time for the U.S. government to put up or shut up. Then Obama's like, ah, you know what? We're not going to defend that law. You guys are right. Boom. Gay marriage. So perfect. You got to rile up the base, man. At least that's how he does it. I don't know what Hillary's going to do, but we've proven she can be pushed to the left, which is an important thing. And I think that's what we would all have to keep in mind is that it's going to be up to us. Right. Everyone has to stay active. Everyone has to go for it. Everyone's going to have to stay on her case because she will listen to. Uh, the uber capitalists, the big business, the, the people who aren't like, like, I don't mind capitalism so much. It's not my favorite system. I think it should be mixed with a little more socialism, especially in America. Uh, but I get that it's a good way to motivate lazy people. And if it were a true meritocracy, if hard work and talent did always count, then I would maybe be more uh, imposed to, to like it, more more predisposed to to enjoy capitalism, but it's not always cut out 
that way. And one of the things I don't like is that everything always has to get bigger. It always has to get bigger. If you made a million dollars last year and the next year you made a million dollars, people were like, oh, you're stagnant. You're losing money. Well, maybe you gave everybody a bunch of raises. Maybe you spent more money. You still have a million dollars left. That's a million dollars. And so it just weirds me out sometimes how people think, well, how much is enough? These are the questions. These are the questions we ask. Uh, now, if Donald Trump is president, uh, hide your kids, hide your wives. I'm serious, you guys. What the fuck? America, have you lost your goddamn mind? I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? How did you let it happen? How did you let it happen? Ooh, I can't even talk about that because I would be so mad. I would be so mad. They'd have to build a wall in Canada because I'm I would find a way to hide in Vancouver for a while. I'll take my kid and uh, and I'm sure my ex-wife wouldn't mind either. We'll just all go <laughs> to Vancouver, man. <laughs> hey, kick it. They got comedy clubs in Canada. They got weed. They got comedy clubs. I'll be fine. I own 14 kookaroos. I don't know why I keep coming back to that joke. <laughs> don't let it happen, you guys. Please tell me you didn't let it happen. If, if anyone was thinking of voting for Trump, I hope a version of them from the future came back to talk them out of it because he really needs to lose in, uh, I would say, a landslide of Mondalian proportions. If you don't remember Mondale, Walter Mondale went against, was it Reagan? And uh, lost 49 states to one, right? He lost every state except for his home state of Minnesota, which, whew, that's a shellacking. That's a behind the shutter. That's a rumpy, as the kids used to say. So uh, please, please tell me we didn't elect Trump and tell me that we legalized weed. Now, here's the deal. If we legalize weed in California, congratulations. Good job, California. Don't think that your activism is over. To all the people who want to say outlaws, hey, man, continue to be an outlaw. I will come visit you. We're going to talk more about marijuana legalization in the election and travel and stuff uh, right here on Rolling with Ungayo in just a couple minutes. Stick and stay. <laughs> Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants? <sighs> cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and it gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. 
Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Maui Waui. Acapulco Gold. California Kush. Our strains stretch everywhere, too. This is the Cannabis Radio Network. Rolling with Ungayo is back. Only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. Get your pipe and grab your sack. We're going to do some more fucking talking. We're discussing uh, marijuana law. I hope marijuana is, is legalized in California by the time you hear this. I just think it would be better. It would be better for everybody. It would be better for the people who want to be, quote, unquote, legitimate. And it would be better for the people who want to remain outlaws. And that's that's an important thing. We, we discuss, listen, there's always going to be outlaws. There's a, There was a guy who had a bootleg sriracha operation in Los Angeles. Millions of dollars, right? Semi-trucks. What do they call the back of the truck? Whatever that is. That big old container, box container, whatever. Full of bootleg fake sriracha. I'm surprised they caught the guy. I'm surprised he's not still doing it because it's really a genius move. Who expects bootleg sriracha that's more rare than the spanish inquisition in this day and age you would just think if you were a restaurant owner and somebody came in and they're like hey man i got a good deal on a case of sriracha you would think hey maybe sriracha had a sale right you wouldn't think is this real sriracha is this bootleg the bottles look right they got the green tip they got the cock on the front and yet (laughs) this guy uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know how they caught him. Maybe a distributor caught him or something. But listen, if he made a few million dollars before they got him and he got a small sentence, is that worth it? I mean, bootleg sriracha, that's not as long as it wasn't uh, tainted, as long as there was no lead in your bootleg sriracha. Right. And that's that would be the difference between being an outlaw and a criminal. I think uh, a bootleg sriracha operation is just as long as the sriracha is cool, then it's just a con. Right. If, if your sriracha is tainted or unhealthy at any time, then it's then it's like a serious crime. Then you're threatening people's health and lives, which I will not countenance or stand for, sir, me personally. So, oh, let's discuss traveling things. I did. Uh, I didn't do much traveling last week. I did go back to San Francisco for a couple of days. I did a show uh, called Riffers Delight, which is uh, it's like a movie interruption style show. I did it with fabulous nato green he's one of my favorite comics uh check him out on twitter n-a-t-o-g-r-e-e-n you can follow him find him everywhere he's a good writer too and uh the one and only natasha muse who is wittier than everybody and so fast and so funny and so smart and so amazing and i love uh, i love to watch her act i like to hang out with her 
She's just cool. She's good people. Good San Francisco. They're like the new old school, right? Like if you think of me and say Will Durst and Greg Proops and the late great Warren Thomas, if you think of those guys as old school San Francisco comedy scene, right? Because I was just like, like on the edge of that. Then you think of you think of like NATO and Natasha as the new old school. Because they've been around. They've been around for a minute. They've been telling jokes for a while, but they're not necessarily uh I guess I'm I'm getting into the golden age. <laughs> Next time somebody asks me, when did you start comedy? I started in the golden age of comedy in 1988, before some of you were bored. I have t-shirts uh, from concerts older than some of you. Should I sell them? Any guy, let me know, you guys. You want to buy any of my t-shirts? Maybe I'll just put them all on my Tumblr page. I got t-shirts from the Hate Street Fair in the 80s. I got t-shirts from old blues festivals and all kind of marijuana, any, just about any marijuana t-shirt you can imagine. I probably have one. So let me know. N-G-A-I-O 420 at Yahoo. If you want to talk about things, uh, you can always send me a message on the Instagram N-G-A-I-O 420 or on the Twitter. My DMs are open. If you want to slide in, we were discussing marijuana legalization. I don't know how we got to bootleg Sriracha, but, you know, munchies, food, spicy food, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you know what? Back to dessert. I had a sticky rice at uh, Orchid Thai, which is right around the corner from my house here in Sacramento. And they take a rice. Uh, I think they cook it with, like, coconut milk. Uh, they don't, And it's super sticky. Coconut milk and sugar. And so it's super sweet. And then they put a little coconut cream on it. And then they have these super fresh sliced mangoes. And it was all gelatinous and gooey and soft and sweet and mangoey and tropical. And it was really, 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 really good. Uh, who's, what's your favorite sticky rice place? Let me know, because when I come to your town, I'm going to look. I'm going to come to your town and eat your sticky rice. So be ready for me. Um, marijuana legalization. If, if Prop 64 didn't pass, and it might not have because... California is weird, right? Once you get outside of the western part of the state, you know, once you get past uh, San Francisco and Los Angeles and Berkeley, you get very, very, you get way more conservative. Bakersfield, right? Fresno. These places have had cannabis bans in place for years. Uh, Placer County. All these, all these places. Uh, there's way more Trump signs. And way more weird Bible Belt conservatism than you would expect from a state that has the reputation that California does as being full of hippies and love and green weed and magic. And we we are full of that, but we're also we also have our fair share of ridiculousness. So if it didn't pass, well shit. Sorry, Sean Parker. Sorry you spent six million dollars. <laughs> Maybe we can come up with another one in 2018, but I, I'm fairly confident that it will pass and it is time. And if it did pass, hey, activists, let's stay active. We got to keep on these fuckers, man, because listen, we all know how capitalists are. They can't help it. It's how they've been raised. What good or bad, you just have to deal with it. So we have to make sure that we are staying on these fuckers and that we are getting a cut and getting a share and making sure that the cats who've been around the longest still get a chance. It's one of those things, right? Because so 
the beauty of, of Prop 64 is it doesn't really allow for super large scale growth. It's not like the size you see in Colorado, right? Where uh, every farm is just super gigantic and indoors and, and almost a little terrifying. It's almost like factory farming, which uh, marijuana does respond well to a very clean, sterile super nice environment like that, but it's almost too much. And I feel like a lot of times in Colorado and some of these other states where they have these giant farms, those guys cut corners because there's economic pressure, right? You, your shit has to be ready in nine weeks or you fuck up the whole cycle, right? So if you get thrips, you're going to get a weird pesticide. If you get some other shit, it's just, it, it leads itself maybe to practices that wouldn't be Maybe not the best practices sometimes. Um, Oregon is doing very well in that regard. But those guys, they love the earth. They love the outdoor. I, oh man, I got to get up there. I'm going to be up there. December 3rd, I'm going to be in Oregon for a, uh, there's a cannabis cup in Southern Oregon. I think it's Sutherland or something like that. I should look that up. I'll let you know next week where it is. If you're going to be in Southern Oregon, come out and hang out with us. But Prop 64 keeps us the farms relatively small and en encourages uh, decentralization, at least for the first five years, which I think is very important. I think keeping marijuana decentralized because it has been decentralized for the longest time is a big step, right? There was a time, I mean, and, and it still is kind of a deal, where as long as you were a relatively small scale cannabis grower, it was difficult the authorities to find you, right? We'll discuss more about uh, decentralization and social capitalistic enterprises and Asian-infused desserts. And we haven't even discussed weed, like weed specifically this week. So we'll get in on that too in uh, just a few moments when we come back right here on CannabisRadio.com, rolling with Ungayo. Peace. Rollin' with Dungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Boober way. Play as Ted Growing, expelled botany sophomore and the biggest grower in town, only on Weed Firm Replanted, available on the App Store and Google Play. It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town. Maintaining a room full of plants while dealing with a slew of eccentric customers, from a hardcore partier to the curious neighbor next door. Is anybody home? Help me expand my bud business by unlocking new strains, customizing my grow room, and completing challenges that you can't get enough of. Grow your empire so big you can see it from space. Low on funds? Don't worry. Weed Firm Replanted is free to download. Download Weed Firm Replanted for free on the App Store and Google Play today. Get growing, Mr. Growing. 
Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Every strain, every sale, every medical study. Keep it right here on the Cannabis Radio Network. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All right, welcome back. It's Rolling with Ungayo, N-G-A-I-O. Ungayo was his name. Oh, just found out we're actually going to move this podcast up a little bit, so you should be hearing it this Wednesday, uh, the 2nd of November, so we can talk freely about this election. There are nine states or so that have marijuana on the ballot, and I wish all of them would pass. Just think about that. If all of those pass, then that's that's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six full adult use legalization uh, states, right, if you include D.C. So it would be D.C., Alaska, Washington, Oregon, Massachusetts, Maine. Shit, that's eight. California, Alaska, that's 10. Arizona, that's 11. There would be 11 states with full-on marijuana legalization. That's a big step forward. Hillary Clinton Clinton would have to listen to us. She would have to pay attention, uh, especially once all the money that is sure to be involved starts flowing in. So everyone, within the sound of my voice, I hope you're registered to vote. And I hope you vote yes. Uh, a vote for weed is a vote for weed anytime and every time. It's always better to have less prohibition. That's what I vote for. And all these people in California who are like, oh, it doesn't go far enough. Oh, it doesn't do enough. Bullshit, right? That's the same argument cats used in 1996 when they were against Proposition 215, which was the medical marijuana law. Oh, it doesn't go far enough. It's not enough legalization for us. It was a step. It's a step in the right direction, right? And then, you know, 20 years later, we got dispensaries everywhere. These are these things, man. So you can't you can't expect it all to happen at once. I know I've said it before, but it's still true. Nothing ever happens all at once. Uh, sometimes it's very quick. Sometimes it seems like it's all at once. Like they say, shit comes in piles, but it's never really all at once. So let's go step by step sometimes. And let's work to make marijuana more legal and let's all eat stews and watch Netflix. Is there any good shows to watch on the Netflix? I just got an HBO uh, now code too. So if anybody has anything on HBO, they recommend is Westworld worth it. Let me know. I was thinking we could start a book club, but would that be weird? Do you guys want to start a book club? We could read short books, right? Like one 200 page book a week. It would just be fun. Something to do. Take a few hours. You guys all read fast, right? Right. Or do you read? Did you ever see Ruben Ruben? It's a movie with Tom Conti from a long time ago, back in the day. It's an okay movie, but there's one scene where they're sitting at this 
fancy dinner and some guy's bragging about how he's a speed reader. Right? Oh, I can read a 400-page book in 20 minutes. And uh, Tom Conti's character, Ruben, was like, well, that seems to be like you're doing the words a disservice. Sometimes you want to read slowly and, and relish and enjoy the language and get deep into it. He said, in fact, I would pay great sums if someone could teach me to read slower. And I feel like that sometimes I feel like I could read more slowly. But other times I feel like I could read faster. It depends. You guys skip ahead. I don't skip ahead a whole chapters, but sometimes I'll skip a paragraph or two if it seems that it's going to be mostly descriptive because I can always go back if I really need to know where the chair in the room was or what it was made out of. That's just, I guess that's my thing. Let's talk about where I'm going to be. I'm going to be at the, well, I'm not going to be at the Oregon Oregon Marijuana Business Conference on November 19th in Ashland, Oregon, but um, you guys should all go because they're hella cool. I am going to be at the Emerald Cup in December. I'm going to be at that Southern Oregon thing December 3rd. The Cannabis Comedy Festival at Harlow's in Sacramento on Monday, November 14th. That's a big, important one. Everybody come out to that one. Uh, It's very 420 friendly on the patio. We would love to see you in Sacramento. And I also probably have some other gigs laying around. Uh, I'll post them on Twitter or my Facebook fan page. Find me on all those things. NGAIO420. Is that that's the thing for Instagram, for Twitter, for all that good stuff. Vote. Uh, even if you uh, vote no on these marijuana things, I will still be your friend. If you vote for Trump for president, I don't know if we could ever be friends again. And I'm serious on that. That's like that lets me know what's in your heart. You understand? Like when I hang out with people and they got Confederate flag tattoos or they let the odd N word slip during. Uh, a rap song recital or whatnot, I don't really take that personally. Or if you're do, telling a joke that uses that word, I don't take that personally because I try to know what's in your heart. But if you vote for Trump, you have clearly let me know where your heart is at, what you truly believe. A vote is very important, right? So examine your heart. And do you really have space in there for that sort of racism, for that sort of hate, for that sort of sexism, Right. Look into your heart. I'm not trying to be all John Turturro about it, but look into your heart, man. Look at where you're at. Look at where you really stand. I don't care if you vote third party, whatever, be yourself. But if you vote for that guy, I I, I don't think we could be friends. I wouldn't really want to hang out with you. You know, Uh, we can maybe still remain acquaintances. Maybe we can smoke a joint, but I don't know. I don't know. Lips, uh, lips that vote Trump shall not touch my blunt. Blunt. Blump. That now that doesn't rhyme. I tried. I tried. With it. Was it lips that touch wine shall never touch mine? Was the old prohibitionist thing in the days of Carrier Nation and that sort of thing? <laughs> it's one of those weeks, you guys. This is rolling with Ugayo. Thanks again for listening. I'd like to thank the video glass. I'd like to remind you to go to naturalcannabis.com and check out my line of delicious cannabis products and all those wonderful, wonderful things. And we'll see you next week. Peace.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.